sync. These ladies, they've synced up. It's all happening. That's a cool remark. (laughs) I liked it. (laughs) Transatlantic, didn't know you could do that. Um, uh, Yes, hello and welcome to Masters of Our Domain, the podcast which is allegedly about the hit 90s... I almost said hit 90s podcast, the hit 90s <laughs> sitcom Seinfeld. Yes, it's the sitcom about the hit 90s podcast um, where a bunch of actors act out me and Phoebe around the house. Um, that is actually a very cursed thought. I, yeah. I'm Milo Edwards, someone who's never seen Seinfeld, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Phoebe Roy. Hello. That is all she ever says. And today we are joined by a friend of the show, multi-repeat guest, all the way from the Big Apple, baby. It's Rax King. How you doing? Ooh, uh, the Big Apple. You say- I mean, mm. I'm doing great. I was really enjoying just watching you get more and more lost in whether Seinfeld is a podcast or a sitcom, but I guess you found your way back. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. yeah. That's great. It's all it's about the journey, not the destination, you know. It really is with a podcast. It could go on for like 9 hours. <laughs> Especially with this bunker. Yeah, it could go on for I I set really aside my no whole afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Um well, yes. Uh welcome welcome to the show. Um uh, it's been a it's been a long it's been a long day for me so far, your boy, because this year at the fringe I'm doing a show every day at noon. <laughs> Jesus. Wait, how many yeah. days is that? Like a week? Um, oh no, it's um it's twenty-four shows over <laughs> twenty-five days. Ew, that's I mean, no, but no, yeah. that's too many. I had to wake <laughs> up before nine AM this morning. Like that's not why I got into this job. Like, yeah. it's just not. Um it's not right. Uh, and I and I wanna speak to the manager of the comedy industry about that. Um but uh, yeah, we're here. We're here. We're doing it. Um, the episode of Seinfeld that we're here to discuss this week is, uh, I think, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good one. In my it view. is. It's a tight. It's a. It's a. It's, it's a tight one. Patak doesn't know what he's talking about. Season eight's no good. Like yeah, Patak's had- on the on the perfensive now. Um, <laughs> uh, like, yeah. Patak is the best form of <laughs> of potence. Potence. Good. Good. Yeah, thank you. Making making fun of uh making fun of one of our friends' names when he's not even here to defend himself. You do this to me <laughs> when not I'm not around. <laughs> I think Patak and Perfend. Like it's his Wario. <laughs> Alex, Alex Perfend. Yeah. That is he'd find that funny. I feel I feel confident that he would I find I, it. I agree that he would find it funny, but I think yeah. he needs I think he needs right of reply. It's a good nature. <laughs> Start. Everyone is entitled start to a in with the name. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, exactly. Like mm. um otherwise you're otherwise it's that's not that's like not obeying the principles of habeas corpus, is it? No, no. Um, oh, this is a speaking of which, speaking of habeas corpus. This is a, a new fun and, and bit. something you would only hear on this podcast <laughs> or like a very speaking of. like a true crime one speaking of habeas corpus. Yeah. Speaking of um so my new bit that I've got going on um mm. that I'm using to uh, to torture George my uh, you know my my uh, my partner my uh, my love in life um mm. is to wait until he's just about to go to sleep and then ask him a question like so with habeas corpus, <laughs> why can you can you just like say no? Is that the way around it? 
Like, because they can't convict you unless you're unless you're there, right? So how about you just say no? You just refuse to show up. That was my um, husband's strategy, my first husband. <laughs> I'm not joking. No, no way. Was, just well, not getting served with the papers. Yeah, literally. He, like, just, he just was being it. chased by a process server the entire time we were together. And this guy would be like, are, are you such and such person? And he would say, no. <laughs> and thusly avoided uh. service for at least so, a year and a half. I don't know if he kept mm. avoiding it forever. but So I'm right. So I'm right. This does. This I mean, does it doesn't work. work. It, it it kinda works. It's like <laughs> it doesn't, it's once not they get you, forever. it completely doesn't <laughs> yeah. work anymore. It completely you are, doesn't work. Yeah. But you can get yourself like at least a year and a half out of that. You can, uh, you can buy yourself a bit of time. Okay, yeah. so this is what I thought. And and George, because he's all you know sensible, was like, no, they'll like they'll have thought of this. Yeah, they'll have thought mm. of like people closing the loophole by just refusing to appear. Yeah. You you understand that that's something that that no one that yeah. there's not going to be anyone who said who says like oh oh I actually didn't think of that I didn't re- no you know what fair play mm. but we'll just leave it yeah well if it's a if it's a criminal charge I mean they'd just arrest you and yeah. just put take you there yeah totally yeah, but, but for like not if you they know... can't find you well yeah but then that's <laughs> yeah if they can't <laughs> find you they can't find you you've nailed it yeah yeah. yeah but that at that point it's not really about whether you appear in court or not you've just disappeared yeah. And they yeah, can't habeas true. your corpus ever again unless you reappear. No. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, where's Wally? Yeah. You may not habeas my corpus. Yeah. 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 She habeas on my corpus. Oh, oh until what happens? <laughs> until yeah. what? Nothing. Know. Nothing. Because yeah. you can just say no. <laughs> until I do. You can say no to have you to having your corpus habeas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to habeas my corpus? Um. <laughs> So Latin pickup no, lines. For the Here record. we are. <laughs> no. I'm all set. Wow. Okay. I didn't know we were being catty already. Well, okay. All right. Um, who brought up the corpus? Was it Phoebe? I feel like it was Phoebe. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was me. Phoebe. Of course, it was Phoebe. Yeah. Hi. Um, so we are talking about season eight, episode five, the package. Um, no, it's not. It's not Jerry's penis. Jerry does not hang dong in this episode. Not in this episode. Not no, no, episode. that's next episode. <laughs> Gotta wait for the season nine finale to see that. Mm. Much right. Yeah, he just gets it out and then it cuts to black like the soprano. <laughs> it's like that, like he has it out for just a split second so you can barely see it. And then it's yeah. like a bunch of guys on Reddit like freeze framing, zooming it in, you know, but it's still, it's kind of blurry. Does he have a big dick, do we think? Ooh, that's a good question. I reckon potentially yes. He's pretty tall, no? He's like a... He is tall. That's my usual way of being superstitious about it, is like really tall dudes. I've heard people say thin, tall, big nose. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like He's the phenotype of a big Mm. dicked type of individual. Mm. He also has like like the general kind of kind of quiet confidence. Yeah. Of someone who he knows, walks maybe it's like not, John Wayne. Like, might not like, might not be huge, but like it's thick. Yeah, it's thick. I think so. I think it's, it's notable. Right yeah, I think notable, it's notable, like distinguished. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a oh okay, as opposed to a disappointment. Mm. Yeah, you don't go like, huh? Eh. It's, eh. it's a well-rounded penis. Okay, well-rounded yeah. penis. I agree with that. Smooth. Smooth and laid. It's, it's smooth and laid. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Cute. Yeah. 
It's smooth yeah, I think over. So. Well, like there's like no real like contours or like right. it's um it's like, like, it, like it's like a cigar tube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. something that's that got found on in a shipwreck just off Italy. Yeah, yeah, like like the like the dick that you would draw on a futuristic robot in the sixties. Yeah, he does have robot dick. He is kind <laughs> of a robot person. He's a little bit of a robo man. So I'm I'm with all this. Yeah. Okay, thank you. What's the deal with my perfectly smooth penis? Is if that RoboSignFell? Drawing... That's, <laughs> Robo That's Robo Seinfeld. Yes, yeah. thank if you. you yeah. If you were if you were drawing a robot in the sixties, why would you put any kind of dick on it? Because it's a sex robot, Phoebe. <sighs> yeah, because oh, you're a is horny it specifically, Italian. Is it specifically you know. the sex robot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. It would be like a European comic rather than an American one. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Americans do not draw dicks on robots. That is, that's probably in the haze code somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> so that we did, we did a joke on Trash Future years ago where it was a Dutch guy going, and by child pornography, I don't mean pornography of children, which is disgusting. I mean pornography for children, which is educational. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go and die. That is European <laughs> politics. That is what European politics is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yes. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the episode of um, I wa- I watched the episode, but I watched it very late last night when I finished okay. my work. So I'm a bit I'm a bit discombob as to like the order in which things happened. I don't know okay, if you remember okay. it more clearly. Uh, yeah, I think I could probably could probably stretch to that. Uh, mm-hmm. we open with not a bit, but with uh, a little conversation between between Kramer and Newman, who are. <laughs> who are talking about how the Bermuda Triangle fell off and you never hear anything about the Bermuda Triangle anymore. Which They're asking if the water's still there. Which is which is true. Like that's true now as well. I thought I thought when I was a kid that I would maybe solve the Bermuda yeah, Triangle me too. when I was <laughs> that, that would maybe be something that I would do with my life. Yeah. But, I think um, only children are into the Bermuda Triangle. That's what Bermuda I'm getting. Triangle. And then you grow up and you're like, damn, the Bermuda right. Triangle fell off it, it, and it's it just being off. old. You know what else it's fell like off? Furbies. Well, yeah. So Furbies, the Bermuda Triangle, the two are related. That yeah. mm. Well, Furbies are also quite ominous. Yes, that's true. But um what people don't know, they have the same parent company. Um, they're both owned by the same, uh, they're by both the same owned mega by Tiger brand. Electronics. Yeah, they're both uh, they're both owned owned by um, by Unilever. And uh, mom, I want the electronic talking Bermuda Triangle for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that would be cute. Like you I can disappear a whole plane. I think I had a book about the Bermuda Triangle. I think I had one of those yeah. like weird weird kid books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that people like to get mm. that people like to give give unsettling children. Yeah, the cover um, just yeah. says some very specific <laughs> creepy concept like Bermuda yeah. Triangle or quicksand or lava. Um, there was there a is tri- actually tangentially related in Edinburgh there is a this has just made me think of it. Uh, there's like three streets that kind of meet in a like triangular forking formation just outside of the very center and and they all have like strip clubs and like titty bars on them and it is it is known as the pubic triangle in hmm. <laughs> Ew. sort of the opposite of the Bermuda <laughs> Triangle. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't like that. Yeah. yeah. Um there was a tw- there was a tweet going around a little bit ago which was uh, which was 
pictures of all like the kind of the Dawling Kindersley like kids reference books. Right. Um, and George showed me this tweet and said, did you have all of them? Um, and I just, mm. I didn't even look at it. I said, yeah, apart from the ones about the Vikings, because the Vikings suck. And he said, yeah, yeah that's exactly the kind of response I expected to hear from you. Um, Very specific. <laughs> As are all Phoebe's opinions, they are surprisingly precise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can't be doing with the Vikings. bugbears. Cannot no. be doing with the Vikings. Allow the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With their soprano they're, singing. With their they're Dana Gelt. Can't be doing with the Dana Gelt. Rowing, uh, their hatred of the monastery. Mm. Yeah. They've got, pla- they got plaits in their beards. They should be running a coffee pop-up in Dalston. <laughs> I-, I had a lot of the DK books, but I didn't have, um, I didn't have all of them by any stretch. No. I had I castles. Had oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah Ooh, that's, a that's a good one. Yeah. Castles went hard. I didn't have yeah. Vikings either, but it wasn't for ideological reasons. I just you know, <laughs> didn't have just it. Didn't, just didn't. Just didn't. It might have been one. my dad's ideological reasons. Actually, he was real paranoid about letting anything that had like Nazi connotations into the house, and he might have been like Vikings, mm. Nordic, blondes. If anything, like, <laughs> yeah, the Vikings, but getting them to clarify, as long as these are Norwegian Vikings, right. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> the staunchly anti-Nazi Vikings. Yeah. Any other Vikings, I'm not sure about. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Then you end up with the Anders Breivik Viking. You're like, fuck, I forgot to clarify. <laughs> forgot to clarify this one, this one, one particular Norwegian. guy. You're making it sound like there's a kind of like an action, like a series of action man figures. It's like sort of different, like different far-right murderers dressed as their <laughs> dressed as their ancient dressed as their ancient people of choice action man the german action man who has yeah. a very troubling past don't ask him about where he was between 1933 and 1945 well i mean there were some files about it but the uh, warehouse containing them sadly burnt down no one knew no one knows what happened what <laughs> Nazi action man. yeah i mean With this little rolling trunk i mean it's potentially something that exists. I'm just saying. Possibly. You can because yeah. you can get custom pump. You can get custom Funko Pops. Ugh. Yeah. I wonder if anyone's ever. No, I'm not even going to wonder yeah, that. I'm not even going to. I'm not like even going to wonder that. I can. I can sort of imagine a particular person, a particular kind of person, with like a Nazi Funko Pop, who yeah. claims that, that who claims that they have it for like real normal reasons. Um, and it's just like you know what, mate. I don't like. I don't care if you're a Nazi. You're an adult with a fucking Funko Pop. That's yeah. my. That's my priority with yeah. uh, how I'm feeling about you. Yeah, that it's a Nazi is really mm. kind of secondary to the it's, larger it feels, concern. It feels a little bit secondary, like yeah. you know. But I feel like oh, we're talking about Nazi memorabilia again, aren't we? We God, talked. Yeah, we talked to you about this last time as well. Uh, well, I brought it up this time. Yeah, that's on me. That's on Rats. Well, la- it's because last true. time it, it was in Rat Race. There yes, was a, there was right. a Nazi memorabilia I just, section. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. I just wasn't interested in Vikings. I just thought Vikings sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. They just mm. they just didn't they just didn't they just didn't hit the they just didn't hit the spot for me. Were you a, a Greek myths head. kid? Of course. Of that's course that's what kid. it is. You're either a Greek myths kid or a Norse or a Vi- myths kid. Or a Vikings kid. Yeah, that's mm. I fear that is perceptive. <clears throat> Should we talk about something else? Can we talk about something? <laughs> Can we talk about something else? Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're so they're talking about how the uh, Bermuda Triangle has fallen off, and that's true. Just like quicksand, 
spontaneous yeah. human combustion. You never hear about any of that shit anymore. Yeah, there's a good bit where Newman says, uh, who owns Bermuda? And then uh, Kramer says, the British. And then he, while smoking a cigar, says, those lucky krauts. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's, 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 it's good stuff. Um, and uh, it's yeah. Still, it's still British too. It's, what it's is Bermuda? Crown, yeah, it's a crown dependency or a crown territory or whatever. It's, it's fully British territory still. <clears throat> Has a governor appointed by the British government. What of Bermuda? Well, you know, everyone who lives there is like legally a bank, so yeah, it's not really a, a democratic issue. I don't think there are a lot of like indigenous Bermudans. It's it's too tiny an island. Do you mean of Bermuda or of the Bermuda Triangle? B- Bermuda. The Bermuda Triangle is just a, a, a notional area of sea which is between three islands, one corner of which is Bermuda. Um, no, 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 I know that. It's just that the way you set it up made it sound like there was a governor of the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> that would be at the bottom of the sea. Like, the Lord Poseidon himself, who is appointed actually by the king. <laughs> no, they'll have some kind of representative and they'll give him a give him a tank so he can breathe down there. I don't think that there's like I don't think there are oh, I any. I thought you like... meant like a like a battle tank. <laughs> like he's yeah, down there too. in a challenger too. <laughs> no. No, I mean, like, you know, I'm not... I'd want a tank. If I was governor I of Bermuda, I would be like, give me a tank. I don't, I don't think he gets a tank. I'm sure he doesn't, but he should lobby for it. Who is the, gov- who is the current governor of Bermuda? Um, should we look it up? I, I would like to make it like, very clear at this point that uh, any kind of uh, diplomatic... Rena Lagy. She was sworn in on 14th December 2020. The governor has her own flag in Bermuda, a union flag with a territory's coat of arms superimposed. <laughs> and then, and then it, there's a run-on sentence that says, "Major General Sir Julian Gascoigne, greeting President of the United States John F." And then, and then it trails off. I think maybe that's a uh, photo caption. Oh yeah. Oh wow. This is a great picture here of JFK visiting Bermuda and being and being greeted by a man who I can only describe as wearing like British lederhosen. Oh, it's um, Bermuda shorts. Yeah, everybody uh, wears Bermuda shorts. Ah, uh, no, not the Bermuda shorts. Although those those are also very funny. I've put it in the Zencaster chat. Okay. It's um, it's the first picture underneath the picture okay. of the governor herself. Ooh. She oh. is her excellency. Huh. Okay, what am I looking mm. at? Yeah, it's like down. It's like underneath the Bermuda coat of arms. It's like the next picture. Major General Sir Julian Gascoigne greeting President of the United States John F. Kennedy, 1962. Oh, it's a very ugly outfit. You're right. It's very hot for that kind of full cavalryman's mess kit. I would have assumed it was shorts because, I mean, now anyway, everybody pretty much wears shorts all the time down there, don't they? Yeah, it, yeah, they do. And he's also wearing this, but it doesn't look like a British Army hat. It's almost like one of those like alpine like yodeling yeah. hats with that a hat feather looks in a bit it. Too it's very small strange. For him as well. I've completely lost the thread of what I was going to say mm. about whether or not there's ever been any diplomatic interaction between. The British and the merfolk. So I'd probably just leave that. Can probably just leave that as a as a topic of conversation. Yeah. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. I would quite. Uh, the Mer- the merfolk rebellion, which was ruthlessly put down by uh, Bernard Montgomery, <laughs> actually in a late career. Actually, no one talks about it, but it really is. I mean, people talk about you know Alamein being a bloody battle, but what he did to the merfolk—that is the real scandal. <laughs> yeah, wow. You know that there was no that there was like no salmon in sushi until like the 1970s or 1980s like this is a kind of it's a kind of post hoc invention like it's not a kind of 
traditional Japanese at all. I like the idea that it's like they they were acting like there was salmon in it, but it was some kind of no, ersatz. It was, it was <laughs> like, the like, you results, know, like crab sticks. What they did before, before they started using mm. salmon, it was the results of the extremely bloody put down of the Mermaid Rebellion. Makes sense. All right, here's a question. If you eat a mermaid, are you is that cannibalism or is that just eating a fish? Which part of the mermaid? You, uh, Very good question, Rex. Fin part or body part? You've got her on the ropes now. Keep at it. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, see, I think that if you eat any part of a mermaid because they are sentient in the same way that a human is, I still think that's cannibalism, even if you eat the fish part. If you gave me if you mm. gave me fish and told me it was from a mermaid's tail, I would not feel able to eat it. I don't think. Yeah, I think I okay, would. Okay, so Rax would eat the mermaid. I'd eat it. Milo? Oh, Milo's not a big fish guy. Yeah, and I think I'd be weirded out by the. Ho- I mean, also it would depend like what kind of fish it was. Like I like. Ooh, are a- they different types of fish yeah. oh, on their yeah. on their I mean, fins? Come on, on, on Rax, let's be serious here. Of course, they're different. <laughs> of course, they've got a different <laughs> kind of fish. <laughs> okay. I mean, more even if they're like, even if they're That's all not one a healthy type of ecosystem. Like, otherwise, you, know, what you can't is have, it have, a, have an undersea monoculture. Come on. Yeah, but there's other stuff in the sea other than mermaids. Yeah, first of all, no, there isn't. Um, all fish have a mermaid, <laughs> just like um, kind of folded in, um, waiting. Okay. Yeah, waiting like for people mermaid. to not be looking um, at them, and then the mermaid comes out. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. This is um, making a lot of sense. You see, if mermaid tasted like trout, oh, I absolutely would not eat trout. it. Trout's, trout's good. Sucks. Trout's nice. If it was like, if it was like, you know, like a nice, like a nice tuna or like a mackerel or, or a sea bass or you know, a sort of cod haddock type thing, I could. So I you could wouldn't eat freshwater mermaid. No, you see, exactly. I hate river yeah. fish. You see, trout and trout especially, but also salmon. Like trout, I literally cannot eat. Salmon is like I can eat it to be polite, but I won't enjoy it. Um. Yeah, that's my. That's just my. That's not really a joke. That's just my position on fish. <laughs> but it's weird because I like a lot of fish that most people don't like. I re- I like. I eat all like shellfish and stuff that a lot of people don't like. I have no problem with that. But um, yeah, trout, trout especially, but also salmon. Not not keen. And yet, yeah, you really hate is trout. Is the, the impression most I'm getting? fish. <laughs> There's no need for it. If I were to wipe one animal off the face of the earth, probably trout. All types. Yeah. Are there types of trout? Yeah. So yeah, fuck, what, just because you just because you don't want to eat them, you would also <laughs> wipe them off the face of the earth. Doesn't it sense to wipe off a disagreeable animal that you have more to do with, like a mosquito? Yes. Yeah. Just Definitely like, wipe like the, mosquito the trout's not the doing trout. anything. Yeah, the mosquito. The trout's not, not bothering you. With the with the mosquito, though, I feel like I'm more concerned about the overall effect on the global ecosystem. Whereas I feel like the trout. There's so many analogous, similar fish knocking about. I think yeah, you I wouldn't think so. miss the trout. I'd miss the trout. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I like the trout. Humble trout. I don't know how much I would miss it, miss it, but I would, you know, mm. we're out of the trout tonight mm. and forever. That would bum me out to hear. Mm. It'd be like, oh, I remember the trout. It'd be like people when they ate the last dodo. Like, sorry, dodo's off tonight. Yeah, dodo's 86th for the foreseeable future. Mm. So when are you getting I more dodo I, in? Like, well, we're not, mate. They're extinct. I think that yeah. should be as of when the, that guy finished uh, his meal. Species revival priority: the dodo. Dodos were cool. Hmm. Yeah. 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 
And they were killed by the Dutch, which is an ignominious end. It is. Yeah, no honor that way. Do you want to know something funny about um, about uh, like 15th or 16th century Japan? Always. Basically, when... <laughs> is there, it's a Phoebe-specific fact corner. <laughs> Do you want to know <laughs> yes, something funny about 15th or 16th century Japan? I tell you what, I, I could not in a million years have predicted where that was going. <laughs> I cannot remember what the first what the what the what the century was, um, but it was basically it was around the, it was around the time um, when they were um, when there was a like there was a Japanese Christian rebellion, and it was partly uh, and this was partly kind of like gend up and fermented by by imperial by imperial Japan of the of the period. Um, having like a lot of like dust ups with European trading companies in like in the, in the Pacific, and and this kind of manifested in lots of really interesting cultural ways in the way that things do in Japan because it's so kind of like isolated and so kind of like and so like kind of cut off. And one of the things is that there was this like idea like idea of like the Dutch monster. And there was this kind of like there are various like figures in like Japanese folktale who were like these like kind of like monstrous like this kind of monstrous Dutch uh, kind of entities who uh, who Japanese people used to like frighten their children with. Um, so you know, so they'd like tell them to behave, or yeah. a Dutchman is coming for you, which is <laughs> just so funny. I um, would still work on me. Totally work yeah, yeah, on me. Yeah. Yeah, because the the Dutch and Japanese, it's a huge height differential, especially then. You know, it's kind of a that is a. But then again, they both love the wooden shoe, so you know they they do have some. Well, it was the clog that was kind of part of it. So there was like all these rumors that the Dutch could like could like hover and like walk along kind of several inches above the ground because they'd look at these clogs and be like, "What the fuck? What what's going on?" What's going on with your weird mm. with your weird hooves that are being yeah. the the clog is just the Japanese sandal cabriolet. Well, may, maybe right. well I suppose because you because you, you can because that covers the whole foot and with the Japanese yeah, sandal you can toe. see the you can see the foot so you can see that there is still a foot there. Well, that's what I mean. It's a but convertible also, Japanese I don't know sandal. How, you got it's, it's drop top. I don't top. know how old they are. Sorry, rather the, Jap- the Japanese yeah, sandal yeah, yeah, is no, drop no, top. I understood, well, I understood what you meant. I understood what you meant. Yeah. Yeah. Milo, uh, just uh, um, just translating that into uh, terms that he uh, that he finds comforting and understandable. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I can't I can't switch off. You know, being a joke writer, I have to think what would be the what would be the clean and logical expression mm-hmm. of that thought. Well, I don't know how old those sandals are, the Japanese ones. Mm. Ah, interesting. I I've always assumed that they were very old because they feel quite like an impractical design. Which would you would you would think is old by by the nature by sort of how like I mean I don't want to use the word primitive I want to use the word primitive in a non loaded uh. purely engineering sense. Well, they're not good for like walking around a busy urban sidewalk or yeah. You know, you could if your foot gets run over by a vehicle, which was not a concern a certain number of mm. hundred years ago. Yeah, I think yeah. I know what you mean. It's not good shoes for like living oh, in Tokyo, no. especially so many people. No. The amount of walking you're doing, yeah, it's not good. But I'm just wondering Actually, whether or not I... those sandals are like, well, like salmon and sushi. Whether it's a kind of, whether mm. it's a kind of like inauthentic late or the kilt. 
anachronistic. Yeah. yeah, the kilt. Yeah, I was telling someone this about. Um, the, uh, so they were talking about like I don't know, like they're asking me. They were, they're not from here, and they're asking me about like Scottish culture. And I was like, well, you know, half of it's made up. And then I was talking <laughs> about the kilt. Is the kilt made up? But I was, I was like very consciously like keeping my voice down. Oh, <laughs> we like yeah. sit on the street, and I'm like, oh man, I don't want to, I don't want to get into it with a passerby. Um, yeah. Um, and for the record, English culture is made up too. But well, I mean, you know. any culture is made up. Well, that, that but, like true. the kilt is. It was a specific like, con- like it was like a confection. Um, in the yeah. what like. The 18th century, George yeah, the Third, yeah, yeah. So I like think. early night, so early yeah. 19th century, like American War of Independence, yeah, so sort like of era. early 19th century. It can't yeah. be, it can't be because I saw the documentary Braveheart starring Mel Gibson, <laughs> and they were all wearing kilts. Yeah, that's yeah. what people wore. So I think the kilt as a garment did exist, like as in it was it was a thing that was worn. I think in very far northern Scotland by some, like, like crofting farmers in, like, the Dark Ages for a bit. But then it was picked up by a bunch of English aristocrats for this one ball because they wanted all of the Scottish aristocrats to wear their tartan. And some tailor came up with the idea of making a kilt out of it, which had never... I don't think kilts were originally tartan. That wasn't a... Uh, and so, yeah, it was basically it was basically like an invention of either the late the late eighteenth or early nineteenth century at the oh, behest shit. of George the yeah. Third. Yeah, that is my vague yeah. understanding. But I think Phoebe shares yeah. the same vague understanding. So it's so either it's, probably... it's either us <laughs> indulging in more of our kind of anti-Scottish, um, poorly understood Scottish history <laughs> bias, which is potentially true, or we're both correct mm. enough. We're both correct enough. I remember it. I remember this coming up. Yeah. At university. Don't write in. Anyway, shall we? Shall we? Shall we return? Shall we return to yeah. the episode? Something like that. <laughs> Vaguely at university, like could have been in a lecture, could have been, been in the pub. Could Let's have been not just like just it. like one um, like one person with just like really yeah. really deranged anti-Scottish mm. sentiment who just started like yelling about how like the yeah. like you know kilts are made up. They're made up. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're real. <laughs> A hardline anti-Scott. Um, well, what I was going to say briefly on the note of the clog thing was um, I did. I used to go out with an American girl who was half Dutch and her grandfather was uh, killed in a bar fight in the early 20th century because he was hit on the back of the head with a clog. And let me tell you, I was shocked to discover that this was not the Dutch grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> this was the Dutch grandfather who was living in the north of England. <laughs> And got hit on the head by a clog and died. Very funny to be half Dutch and the only clog related death in your family is not even the Dutch side. Amazing. What's the point? (laughs) What was the point of being Dutch or what's the point of having a clog related death? Of being Dutch if you're not going to die by the clog. Die by the clog. Yeah, you've got to die by the clog or by the canal. Mm. Right, or or the tulip. CJ yeah. DeMuri. <laughs> yeah, if you like, uh, legally. Uh, this is, so this is one of my, well, I think it's not actually liable because he yeah. said it on TV. Um, there is a, there's a famous British quiz person, like as in he's famous for competing in quizzes. Um, and he was like the, there used to be this TV, I think it's still on actually called Eggheads. And it's like a team of normal people compete against a team of like professional quizzes. And if they win, they get money, basically. 
Um, would, how would they ever oh, win? Sometimes they do. <laughs> Does sometimes that happen? Do. Sometimes they strike it lucky. Not very, yeah. not very often. Uh, who you want to yeah. go up against? You want to go up against Judith mm. Keppel because she's not a quizzer. She's not a professional mm. quizzer. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They sometimes like, and also they they give the the normal people some some advantages. So they get to choose which one of the quizzes yeah. has to do which topic, and oh, so they okay. try and like play their weaknesses and stuff. But obviously, like they're all. Being professional quizzes, they're all quite good. Even the like the autism trains one is still pretty good at football, despite that not really <laughs> yeah, being his area. And now I think about um, it, I'm not even sure Judith but, Keppel's even on it anymore. My information comes from maybe 2006. Yeah, Judith Keppel does sound like an astronomer from the sort of the early modern period. It does. Um, uh, but um, yeah, one of the professional quizzes was called C.J. Demui, and the only way I can describe it, I, I guess he's like British, but like. He's very like kind of just like ethnically ambiguous kind of like European looking guy. He's got a very ambiguous accent. It's sort of like a bit kind of like sort of British, but sort of European-y. Um, just to give you an over, he's like very kind of like louche, like a bit camp. And then one day he just admitted out of the blue, I think either on TV or on Twitter or something, that once someone tried to mug him in Amsterdam and uh, he pushed him into the canal in winter to get away from him and he assumes that he probably died jesus god and he got investigated by the dutch police who were just like yeah i mean to be honest we don't even know which alleged guy you allegedly maybe killed so it's like <laughs> it's impossible to even like there's no there's no yeah. case is here. anyone we missing link- like yeah we- <laughs> yeah they were like we can't even link this to a death so like yeah you, you're free to go um, and then years ago, someone tweeted the CJ and CJ Demui stands for Canal Justice, which I think is one <laughs> it's of also the best. not. It's also not his real name. Um, Any of it? What CJ? His real name is his real name is Andrew oh. Booth. Is it, you can't oh, make Demui, up like Demui is, is a Dutch name. I think he's like. I think either yeah. he is enchanted by the Dutch. He has not been listening mm. to the story. He has not been listening Mom's to name the or something. stories from from the Japanese parents in the, in the whichever century it was. And he is, um, <laughs> or maybe maybe it's like a kind of he's like he's interested in in the Dutch because mm. the D- Dutch celebrity Instagram like gossip can't, page. He can't the movie. Keep, he can't keep away from the Dutch. He knows it's a monster, but he is. He is fascinated by and enticed by the monster. Mm. Um, I I always so like um, describing British light light entertainment figures to our like either kind of American or Australian pals because whenever they say like, oh, I don't know who that is, you can tell that they never know whether we're going to say like, oh, yeah, like that is a British light entertainment figure or whether we're going to say, yeah, that's the king. That's that's literally just like the king. (laughs) (laughs) this is a good time to admit that i do kind of think this guy you're talking about is the king and i'm just kind of waiting for one of y'all to correct me or not is Is it king cj king cj yeah also with a british light entertainment figure the story either ends innocuously like that or it ends with and anyway he's in jail now for multiple child sex offenses which you guys do have a lot of sex crimes you got a lot of sex crimesters yeah. 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 We have gun deaths. We have yeah. gun deaths, and you have sex crimes. Oh yeah, you do love a gun death out there. 
I don't know that I'd love them. I I could do without certain gun not, deaths. Not I would you say specifically. most. Yeah, yeah culturally, the whole rack, she just loves guns and gun murder. <laughs> That's how I picture you in my head, like yeah. the guy from Looney Tunes. You're just like firing two pistols in the air. That's so accurate, actually. I'm Yosemite <laughs> Sam. That's right. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. You see, you're a true American. Your Yosemite Sam was on just the dome. It was right there. That's yeah. the citizenship test is do you know who Yosemite Sam is or do you just call him the cartoon who fires two pistols into the air? <laughs> that was his name in Dutch. <laughs> you got to know Uncle Sam. You got to know Yosemite Sam. Sure. You got to know the surface-to-air missile system, commonly known okay, as it Sam. Is, uh, Forty yeah. minutes in, and uh, we've discussed the opening. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> no, hey! Uh, it's thirty-seven minutes. The opening okay. bit. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna speed run through actually what happens mm. in in this in Please. this in this episode. Um, yeah. So the uh, it's another it's another Elaine. Is it a Elaine heavy episode? No, yes. I would say yeah. so. Yeah, I would say Elaine's yeah. plotline is pretty plot central. Line, yeah. plotline is, is, is certainly is certainly up there. Um, so what's 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 Kramer up to since he's since we've seen him in the first in the first bit? My mind's gone a little bit blank at this point because I'm just thinking about Dutch monsters rearing out of the canal. What is Kramer up to? I feel like all Kramer does in this episode is help Elaine. Yeah. I feel like he doesn't have his own subplot. He helps George to well Yeah, he tries to help him. Helps. He gives him some he gives him some pretty bad advice. Although having said that, yeah. I'm not sure it is bad advice. We will we, we will come on. I don't we'll agree that it's it. bad advice. Tries, yeah, I think that it was just he a try, it was he a classic mix to, up. He tries to help up. various people. Should we yeah, tackle let's George tackle, first? Let's tackle then. George first. So George is um George is really into this woman who is working in the one hour photo place and she indicates that she has seen his pictures because she says, I hope you got the mustard stain out. Um, Jerry gets very um, gets very fixated on the fact that Costanza has taken a picture of a mustard stain <laughs> on his shirt um, and keeps saying, why did you do that? Um, but he says, no, don't you see? She's been looking. She's been looking at my pictures. Uh, and then the next day when he gets mm. his pictures back, there is... Exactly. There is a lot. There is a lingerie shot (laughs) in there, and he thinks that she has kind of slipped in this picture of of herself. Um, And he's like, "Oh, I'm going to go ask her out." And Kramer says, "No, no, 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 no. This is the timeless art of seduction. You have to dance the dance. So you have to uh, put some pictures of yourself in." And which leads to Kramer and Costanza having a photo shoot, which is honestly, it's like, it's hard to describe how incredibly delightful and funny the photo shoot is. It's yeah. so good. It's the one yeah, where we yeah. get the famous Costanza um, underwear picture. The timeless from. art of seduction. Um, so Kramer uh, turns out to be a surprisingly talented photographer Um and also somebody who is interested in the alien autopsy, which is what he blames for the for the Bermuda Triangle <laughs> falling off. And you know what? I actually have a lot of sympathy with this as with mm. this as a position because yeah, then you really only had like space to be a kind of a bit of a kind of lovable lovable kook about like one thing. There wasn't this kind of diversification of 
of kookiness as there was now because like now like if someone is like a flat earther they're also going to be all the other stuff but like back in the day yeah sure there was like a p- otherwise perfectly normal and not someone who spends like a lot of their time like kind of watching fascist youtubers and they would just be like just a completely normal person but mm. they would believe in like like i don't know like chemtrails and it's just and that's just it that's just their one like kind of that's their one kooky position and i actually think that the QAnon stuff is like incredibly as incredibly like villainous and dangerous as it is i think yeah it's a really really bad thing that it's fundamentally erased the lovable kook from the culture mm. Mm. yeah really the only type of person i can think of who was like a an eclectic kook for all kinds of different uh nonsense yeah is the weed dealer and that guy's just being forced out of business by all oh, the weed we still have, storefronts we still have in new york anyway except mm. except it's yeah. except yeah. except had cell phones right, right. It's, all, like, it's also in Africa, like yeah. professionalized now we don't have any kind of like yeah. we don't have any kind of mm. spent has spent every summer holiday since he was a child in Ibiza, he is 50 and still wears tie-dye. We don't have that guy anymore. He's gone. What yeah, happened to that yeah. guy? What Did he just die like in the past few years? Like his cycle was that- over or something? <laughs> I don't even know where he I went. Think, I, I certainly yeah. don't buy weed they, from I him think, anymore. But where, here, what happened? I think they've yeah. all like, they've all started doing like, like small, like kind of small batch farming in Devon. I think if you go to like, very surfy mm. places you're still gonna see you're still gonna see examples of this guy and also uh the the female version who mm. tends to be a bit more hard line in her kooky beliefs because she tends to be more yeah. fixated on like on kind of vaccines uh, yeah. and natural birth and that kind of thing L- yeah, love crystals exactly. ate the vaccine um, simple as yeah like you don't yeah. want to talk to her for too long because she's going to say something racist. Mm. Yeah. And she's kind of a pleasant person. So you just don't want it to get yeah, to the you point. Don't want, you don't want she to spoil horrible. this nice connection that you've got with the crystal lady by allowing her to, um, to sublimate yeah. her worst urges. We're actually helping both of us by not letting her get to that point. But yeah, the guy, her, the guy version, her husband can be just a kind of single issue yeah. issue lovable coup. But yeah, like not like not anymore. Like they just don't they just don't exist anymore. Like so not only single just like putting like kook. stuff like um I don't know, kind of perfectly kind of reasonable questions about like the actions of the American Empire, like alongside believing in chemtrails. Like it's like it's deliberately to frustrate analysis, but it is also an act of deliberate eradication cultural eradication of the lovable kook and that sucks mm. he has he's been radicalized he to like has. far right oh. insanity at this point we should have got our hands on we should have got our it's, hands it's on it off, like, the honestly, left should have made it a priority like, mm. i kind of think it's not exactly our fault but it's definitely the fault of people who got very into yeah. like kind of skeptic stuff because yeah, right. like annoying type let, of guy. No wonder the, the lovable, the lovable kook, kook didn't want anything to do with them. alien landings. Like, what harm are they doing now? They're literally like yeah. fucking buying up Hitler Funko pops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the guy who buys the Hitler <laughs> Funko pops. Once upon a time, he would just be a kook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's crazy weird. that they weird. make those. 
Um, yeah, uh, my favorite new kooky conspiracy theory, which I recently learned about, which, uh, you know, on the surface is just kooky, but I'm sure, unfortunately, they will find a way to make it anti-Semitic before long, unless they've done so already. Um, is oh, that no, no, that's, bombs no, that's a real? straight up. That's a straight oh. up Nazi one. Yeah, afraid so. Yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah. oh, that is a shame because it's just that because it's just them just replying whenever someone is saying talking about like the various nuclear bomb explosions. They're like, no, nah, it was just a really big normal mm. bomb. No, <laughs> it's just, it's just such a funny hill to die on. Just Nazis, um, those guys. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have heard that one before. Seen, yeah, I haven't no. seen the Nazi element. Uh, yeah. You only get to see the Nazi part when you are yourself a Jew, because then they also uh, okay. follow it up by saying. Yeah, something anti-Semitic for your benefit. Right. Okay. Yeah. Just so, just so yeah. that you know that they're a Nazi. Yeah. It's a bit like the thing where sex offenders have to introduce themselves to everyone in the neighborhood. Yeah. It's it's yeah, a so bit, a bit like very that. like that. <laughs> oh, that. That's a that's a shame. I was I was really enjoying the silliness of nuclear bombs. Well, that's real. the thing. There's always yeah. like it mm. always starts with a really silly take. Yeah. And then you follow mm. it deep enough. And it just the or is anti-Semitism, yeah. like almost every time. It's just it's Scooby Doo. Just every time you take the mask off and you're like, <laughs> so oh, it's every single every Hitler. single time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no. The, uh, the there was no atom bomb. They are also like, oh, physics is the Jewish science. Um, people, uh, right, there's right, like right. there's pretty much no right. branch of science that they don't call the Jewish science. So we've got that sewn up. Um, yeah, just, you know, it's kind <laughs> yeah, of a cell phone, really. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you guys don't have any science, really? Yeah, Even in your own like, imagination, like, we did all the that science? Just, that sounds like a skill issue to me. To me, fellas. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, the... Uh, and and it's, it's, it's something... It originated... I can't remember who it originated with, but it's something about how it was... In, it was a kind of invention of these... of the... of, of, of Jewish scientists in order to pretend that Hitler was doing something particularly bad and this was the response, but then they found out it wasn't possible, but they'd also taken all this money from the US government, so they did this kind of like faked up thing. Like it's like it's not even a kind of a I don't understand how like fun weirdos talking about how they think there is still such a thing as giants. I don't understand how how they end up as as saying fascist shit like it, it it's it's just it is simply just at its mm. like at its origin uh, a nazi conspiracy i'm af i'm afraid i'm sorry man oh huh. that is a shame they have to ruin <laughs> everything don't that they, was the kind of their mm. that was kind that, of to their, be fair their that whole, has historically their, their really been deal. their thing yeah like they did try and get in some yeah. um some kind of reputation managers um Towards the end of, towards the end of, like, the well, towards the end of the forties. Um, I'm in the bar. I'm in the Führerbunker and, workshop. And you know what? In, like, in all apology. fairness, like at first, it like really, really, it, like it really, really worked because uh, the same reputation managers. They were also the people who, um, also the people who did PR for NASA, and they did actually manage to set them up with some, with some like sort of pretty nice jobs. But um, unfortunately, they didn't. They didn't read. Um, the the guidance the HR guidance documents and they kept just like saying stuff. So <laughs> Dukov in the QTs like um, Hitler saying sorry if you were offended, not the one non apology. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, Hitler saying sorry if you were affected is such a okay. real talk. Though that guy never did apologize, not notes app or otherwise. He just kind of kept on. He did. He trucking. did keep on trucking. Not a fan. So, you know, it's official. Um, fair, fair, fair play for fair play for health. sticking to his guns on that one. <laughs> Stuck to his guns, yeah, and that's not. And Courage you can't say conviction. that. You can't say that for me, for for many people. It's just well, like he didn't like sound, he really. didn't like Yosemite sound in so he, many ways because he looked at the name and sort of went, "What? Why are mm. we saying yo to the Semites? We don't want to say yo to the Semites." <laughs> We're doing a Yosemite Sam right. who was Jewish deep dive. Wow, Samuel? I love that. Yosemite I mean, he Samuel, had that you're beard. joking me. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Yosemite yeah. Shmuel. He's got the dark red hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm. Um. <laughs> so, so that's so that's what. So. <laughs> anyway, so uh, canceling yeah. Hitler. Yeah. Yosemite no, Sam was no, no, Jewish. No, right. Are there any other points you want to make? One. Um. So, Cra- so, uh, so Kramer takes his pictures for Costanza. Uh, meanwhile, Jerry's storyline, which intersects, is his. Stereo doesn't work, and um, there's some very fun uh, racks. I'm sure will back me up on this. Very fun, uh, specifically Jewish dad coded behavior in that he is doing fine professionally. He could easily buy a new stereo, but for some reason he keeps <laughs> a stereo that requires you putting a screwdriver in it and waggling it around, and it's not. And it's like people would mistake this for like, oh, well, because it's meant to be, it's meant to be because he's cheap. It's not because he's cheap. It's because he doesn't, mm. he cannot bring himself to dispose of an object until it is literally useless. Like that. Yeah. And then why at that take, point, he's like, so, why did it so take me so better. long? Yeah, my new like, stereo is uh, great. My... I could have afforded this five years ago. Yeah. My, <laughs> my father was a, uh, Jewish person and held on to a television where the remote just didn't work. We like replaced the remote. The new one didn't work either, which like, I guess used to be the case for all TVs. But for me, it was infuriating. Like ours was the only house where you had to get up, walk to the TV. If you wanted to change the channel, get up and walk over. If you wanted to change the volume, of course, yeah. it was like a rabbit ears situation. So you had to get yeah. up and go right. yeah, yeah, yeah. whack it on the top of the TV all the time. All told, if you're watching like a 30 minute sitcom, you're spending half that time on your feet, up to the couch, back to the TV. And we kept that fucking thing. I mean, until after my parents got divorced, for sure. Like, and I was 15 at that point. We are well <laughs> into the late 2000s. And this man will not throw out this completely non-functional TV. And he even did like the, he even Jewish maxed the situation by buying a new TV and then uh, holding on to the old busted one okay, just so, in case. So in this, case is very, what, very, this is what very, this is very, very me. Um, and and mm-hmm. what I used to do too. when yeah, I was I hate a kid, myself for this um, behavior. in order to prevent my parents from throwing things away that they wanted, so that they would like to get rid of, um, I once said when I was like, I don't know, like three, my mum was getting rid of something which could be used, which could be repurposed as like a piece of like kind of dollhouse furniture or something of the sort. And I said, oh, no, 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 don't throw it away. I, I'll keep it for my dolls. Um, and my parents thought this was really cute. And I was like, aha, 
Aha, I, f- I found a loophole. So <laughs> I just try to use this with like every <laughs> single item of thing of anything that I wanted them that I wanted them to keep, and they didn't. They still say this to me now when I when I say like, oh no no, I'm not getting rid of that. That's still good. And my mum still says, oh what you're keeping it for your dolls. Um, God damn you! God damn you to hell! Damn. You think you think you're cute <laughs> with that? Um, and uh, yeah, so in I fact, the next forget. time. Next time George tries to get me to get rid of, say, my box of cables mm-hmm. for various electronic items that I that I no longer have, I still have their cables. But he he wants me to get rid of my box of my box my box of cables. Yeah. Exactly, Cable- cables are so useful though. Exactly, yeah. and, then you, have, and then you get tangled up with each other, and then you have a cool little mm-hmm. that you Not- can like on a rainy Saturday Cable afternoon. You can like spend yeah. some time like untying. And then you shove it back in the same box and let it tangle up again. Yeah, exactly. Um, So the next time George tries to get me to throw something away, I'm Mm. just going to say that he's being racist and trying to do that. My my parents were not were not even Jewish, but for I would say about five years, we had a color television which would regularly go black and white for just hours at a time, and there was <laughs> nothing you could do. And and my parents had money, but they just yeah. did not replace the television. It's true, for your years, parents your no parents reason. were not Jewish, Milo, but they are um, they are Essex people, which is and people are not going to like this. It's Jewish coded. Being from Essex is a very Jewish thing to be. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just well, you're saying. You're doing it Lenny Bruce style. I'm just saying. You don't have to be Jewish to be Jewish. It's a very Jewish place yeah. to be. Yeah. And people don't necessarily think of it like that, but it is. Mm. Definitely, definitely is. Um, my dad, yeah. my dad hung on to um a, ca- uh, a car that he just because he like liked this car, and I said, okay, so you like this car? Why don't you just get a new version of this car? Um, and he said, no, 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 no. It's still good. It still works. Yeah. Uh. When we say it still works, yeah, like technically, like it went along, like it, it 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 drove, like that was something which it did, which as far as he was concerned was the beginning and end of what he yeah. required of it. You know, it, it, it went along. It was a car. Um, hmm. What it what it didn't sure. do was it didn't allow you to open either of the doors. So if you wanted to get in or out of the car, you had to climb in through the boot. Um. <laughs> and, right. okay. yeah. um, it had moss growing on the inside Slight of the issue. windows because you also couldn't open the windows um he had like this like oh he God. had for some reason he had this like enormous number of like typewriter ribbon canisters just scattered on the floor of the car he is a neat person but for some reason that like he yeah. had to turn that car into a kind of like mobile eden project and um and i once said to him like it's not the thing is though like someone with your job and you know at your position and at your age in life you cannot be climbing out the boot of your car every morning before you go to work like what if what if you bump into like a collie what if someone sees you climbing out <laughs> like emerging from the car finally did get persuaded to get rid of this car like a like a few years ago but like oh it just stopped working what did it? It just literally just stopped working. That's 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 what. That's it what it takes every time. It has to be like unusable. And even after then, he still Beautiful. kept it for another six months. 
It's, it's peak. It's peak it dad behavior. <laughs> It's Dads are all behavior. Jewish, aren't they? Um, like even the ones who aren't. Yeah, it is. Being a dad is a very Jewish yeah. thing to be, yeah. as well as being from Essex. <laughs> and that, and that is Hitler's ultimate defeat. <laughs> <laughs> Things that are yeah, secretly yeah, yeah. Jewish, yeah, non-derogatory. Um, yeah, we're to be all, clear, we're all Philo Semites now. <laughs> Uh, this is a nice yeah. cons- this is a nice conspiracy. Uh yeah, so this is very very Jewish dad of Jerry that he is refusing to get rid of this uh get rid of this stereo. And then Kramer says, "Are you interested in a refund?" And he's like, "I can't have a refund." Um and it turns out that what Kramer is planning to do mm. is uh, mail fraud. Um so he uh so he bashes the stereo up and posts it to Jerry. Meanwhile, George has taken a picture of mm. Jerry waggling the script the screwdriver around uh uh jerry rejects the package because it's got like mad right like mad scribbling all over it and he doesn't know what it is and him and costanza have a nice little exchange where costanza says oh what are you so up yourself you think someone's (laughs) gonna bomb you and uh (laughs) And Jerry's like, I'm bombable, I'm bombable. And then Costanza says, maybe it's the airlines uh, who are, you know, trying to, who are trying to kind of get you out of the way because of all your kind of air, airline food jokes and stuff, which is really, really funny because that's literally the reverse <laughs> Unabomber. You're, um, you're so up yourself, you think you're bombable could describe so many people I know. I mean, me, honestly, I feel very bombable. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I feel bombable. You are more oh, than me, I, I think. Pretty, I feel pretty bombable. That's just a vibe. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Yeah, you're that's, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I like, I, I'm more, more concerned about yeah. like kind of like ricin. Knowing that's the what kind that is that, makes like, you more bombable really than me because I really, mm. I don't know what it <laughs> is. Not up on your toxins. <laughs> not up on your toxins. I'm really Sorry? not. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Not up on your toxins. It's a nerve it's agent. Like, it, it's, it? it's a really, really good way of, in fact, yeah. No, in fact, I think you were saying something about this to me just the other day about like increasingly baroque ways of keeping yourself up at night. Yeah. Learning a lot about poisons. Oh my God. There's nothing like it. If you really, really fancy some like heightened insomnia and anxiety <laughs> about something you can literally do nothing about, just do, do a bunch of reading about poisons and then just like lie awake just thinking like, Someone could someone could slip me this very spe- this very specific I hate tincture, a specific and tincture. I would I never it. know it had yeah. happened. Hate a specific tincture. I don't. I want. When I, I had E. coli, I definitely thought Sean poisoned me for a couple days. Tincture. I like mm. told him about it afterward because I got really sick right oh, before boy. my wedding, and mm. I developed this insane theory. Oh, it was when I was in New York, right? That was the. This was a different time that I got oh. really sick. This this is just <laughs> my life. Also, right before your wedding. I'm sick like all the time, but right before my wedding, it was really bad because it was E. coli and I was just having like dawn till dusk, liquid diarrhea, could not leave the house and I thought I was going to die. And then I was like, Sean did this Mm. to not have to marry me because he was okay. And that was the only proof I needed. And I I took that and I ran with it, obviously. And then once Mm. I was better, I was like, hey, Sean, you know, what's kind of funny is when I was real sick. I thought that you had poisoned me. And he said, that's not funny. I would never poison you and blah, blah, blah. I love you and whatever. Mm. And I was just Classic like, Come guy on. stuff. <laughs> Gaslighting you into believing that he like, didn't honestly, poison you. Honestly, 
if so, if somebody said to me, I would never exactly poison you, that what would make a me poisoner so would say. Because, I know. Yeah, well, unless because it's, it's in what a poisoner to, would say. You yeah. Poisoned me. No, still, that's exactly what you'd if say if you says, had. I would never poison no, you. It's still what, it's nothing. Still that person <laughs> is going to poison you. Just so you, just so you know, I would never poison you is a very suspicious statement. But if you've accused them of poisoning I you, I think it's a more I would never poison- thing to say. I think I would never poison you is an equally suspicious response because if you really would never poison them, then you would surely just say. What is that? What you thought? Are oh, you crazy? Oh, you're crazy. You wouldn't say I would. Yeah. Wouldn't say the exact words. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I would never poison you. Exactly. Exactly. Why would I get poisoned? Exactly. That's yeah. the follow-up question. Having yeah. ha- having her having heard short exactly having heard Sean's like. voice on um yeah, yeah. on on, ver- mm. on various shows. Yeah, that's like uncanny. Like that's exactly stooge. what he sounds like. Yeah. Where am I going to get cyanide from? You know how expensive almonds are. <laughs> Why do I made the money over here? <laughs> That's my husband. Yeah. He talks like yeah. a cartoon mouse. Perfect. That's, that's perfect right. impression. You were poisoned by the mice. <laughs> well, that's that that's maybe yeah, that's maybe what's going on with the with the mice show, yeah. <laughs> showing up there. My life they sounds so their bad king. from just this episode. Uh, I'm getting E. coli. I've got a mouse infestation. I was sick some other time. I'm living in a house. This woman drove me to fucking Queens. What the fuck? <laughs> Took me two hours to get back on the bus. <laughs> My wife was furious. <laughs> oh, that's who's left is the is the mouse wife. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's believe the wife, me. Yeah, <laughs> who's less yeah. of a te- who's and less she's of a, a woman. terrorist as far as I can yeah. make out. Yeah, or whatever a female yeah. mouse is called out there. So think. That was so one time. Think on. Yeah, anyway. I, I don't. I, yeah. Aren't they just? Aren't they just mice? Yeah. Is there a specific oh, mice term for a lady go. mouse? That's the poison. <laughs> yeah. That would suck so bad. Mouse rice. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. Girl I think mice. they're just called mice. I don't... Lady mice. Girl mice. Yeah, don't call them girls. It's lady mice, yeah. It's condescending. Yeah, so like, little miss mice. So, like, what, so what's Minnie? Well, Minnie she's mouse. a child. What's her deal? She's a girl child who's a mouse. Or is she an adult? Are they adults? I think, I think they're supposed to be adults, aren't they, Mickey and Minnie Mouse? I don't know. Oh, so she's a I, proud I, woman. They're affronts to God. I don't care for them. I, yeah. I, I mean, if she's an adult, then I think that she needs to maybe dress a bit more. Right. A bit more she dresses like a child. Because that, that bow she's got on her head. But she does have She dresses, she's rockabilly. Shoes. Oh, that is what it is. She is. She's rockabilly. Another proud species which has been eradicated. What have oh, they're what not have eradicated to the rockabilly? They're, they're still around. Yeah, they. Uh, they're they're not so much like. Now. There's. I don't know. I because I like a lot of bands that are are like adjacent to rockabilly. So I end up at a lot of shows mm. where there's somebody standing next to me with with all the stuff. You know, the the skirt and the whatevers and mm. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a good look actually. Mm. I don't hate rockabilly. Mm. I don't like how they talk. I don't hate I, I like the outfit. But like Mini, it, you- Minnie Mouse is getting critical support from Rax here. 
Yeah, well, I've gone all over the spectrum with how I feel about her in the last couple minutes, and I think I'm coming down on her side. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> interesting. You got to support women in media. Well, because this is the thing she doesn't because she doesn't she doesn't share yeah. Mickey's politics. Who Mickey is a, is a Nazi. Minnie um, is just doing her best. Mickey is a Nazi. Minnie is like Minnie is like Diana Mitford. She's like married to a Nazi, but she sort of you know she doesn't really yeah, share yeah. his share yeah. his views. Um, so returning to the matter, if you like. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Minnie Mouse is like Diana Mitford. She's married to a Nazi, but she doesn't necessarily share his views. What a line! What you know? The beautiful thing about the show is you never know what line it's going to produce until it does. Um, yeah. Well, look, that's just you know that's just exactly. life as an artist, as I'm the, sure. The I'm sure Mouse we're sure we're all painfully so, aware. Yeah. The Mouseford mm. sisters, yeah, yeah, if you like, uh, yeah. So what? What did that? What did that spring from? Oh yeah, the uh, the 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 mail, the mail fraud situation and the bomber and um, bombable. Yeah, okay. So so Uncle Leo meets the mailman and says like, oh, he's just joking. He's just joking around. Mm. I'll accept the package. And he calls Jerry up, and there's a fun little sight gag where you think that it really was a bomb. And that uh, Uncle Leo has been <laughs> has been bombed, but it turns out very that very specific Uncle bombing, bombed. just the one person, <laughs> been bombed. A very specific, a real just precision an engineering neighbor. on Uncle Leo. Yeah, um, but it turns out that he had uh, he left a thing of oven cleaner in, and his eyebrows and so on and so forth get burnt off. So meanwhile, Elaine is has found out that she's going, she's trying to get a doctor to see her rash and she has found out that she has been described as difficult mm. in her medical notes. And the whole episode really is framed by her attempting to find a, a find a doctor who will treat her rash because she's now been blacklisted and she is now like known to the American Medical Association of America who she makes an error. She makes an error because she could have just said no. She did not have to mm. habeas her corpus to the AMA. They ring her in the middle of the night and they say, am I speaking to Elaine Berners? Right. And that's when you say, no, you're not. Because, yeah, if you're, being, if you're being kind of monitored by the AMA, that's the last thing you want. Last thing you want. Um, and she tries to steal her chart and just gets more and more write-ups. The original, the original reason for her being called difficult is that she came in for a mole on her shoulder and she deliberately wore a short sleeve shirt um, and they insisted that she put on the paper gown and she hates the paper gown. Um, and you find out that this is like a kind of long running hatred because she says to Jerry, they called, they called me difficult. And Jerry says, oh, what is this, the gown again? But like, okay, first of all, this is more grist to my uh, Elena's autistic theory. She doesn't like weird unexpected textures she knew that she might have to wear the paper mm. gown and deliberately planned against it and as somebody who is constantly never making the right call on how much you have to take off or how much you need to leave on in these kinds of scenarios i am very yeah, that, that very irritates me it's like just tell me don't don't say one. get undressed be specific yeah take yeah. off your whatever yeah, say strip to your yeah. underwear or whatever. Don't yeah. just say get undressed. What does that mean? Yeah, 
like I, I'm sure I've told the story before about when I went to that spa and I didn't realize that you were supposed to um, that you were supposed to undress before you went into the kind of the kind of the, the holding, holding pen. So I just like <laughs> wet, so like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know they have the little like lobby little or whatever weird, like yeah. annexes mm. like yeah there's where you sort of waiting to go in like mm. sort of get your treat sort of get your treatments and I was handed a dressing gown so I just put it on over my clothes and I got into the little the bit um and everyone else was wearing like dressing gowns over like quite obviously like either like their naked bodies that as it turned out not their naked bodies um as i found out but um like over like swimsuits or underwear or whatever and i had my dressing gown on over like a tracksuit um so i felt pretty and my trainers on and i felt pretty stupid in this little annex thing so after I'd used the gym and been for a swim, I was going for a massage and I was like, I'm not going to get, no. not going to let them fuck me up this time. <laughs> Everything is coming off. Everything is coming off. I'm not going to sit in the waiting room in my tracksuit like a dickhead this time. So I took everything off. And then when I got into the room, she said, take off your, take off your dress again. This wasn't for a massage. Oh, no. This was like a face thing. So I thought, I'm not, I don't need to take off my robe. I'm fine. But obviously I had to say, oh, I took all my clothes off. And like the look she gave me made it seem as if she imagined that I'd sort of done it in a kind of predatory way. Like I was about to flash her, but had sort of lost <laughs> confidence in flashing her so instead had told her that mm-hmm. I was her reaction like preliminarily yeah so like a, like, yeah. like a kind of verbal flash Love a verbal more flash. than like more than a physical <laughs> more than a physical one um and so she said okay well just keep it on and I said and I said okay um so yes yeah, so I have great sympathy for Elaine in this in this situation and also as somebody who is convinced that there is a like a doctor blacklist. Like I am yeah, so too. sure that they it. have their little group chats. Um, they must. Bec- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they. They. I think they, they know chat. what's going on. I think they're like. I think that there are like. I think that that if you go to the GP a lot and there's never any kind of like follow up mm. appointment because the GP has determined that like it's like it's fine. I reckon yeah. you get a little flag put on your put on your notes i'm almost sure of it because my ex who was an extraordinary hypochondriac like Mm. i've never seen anything like it and this is coming from a family uh not just of not just of jews but on one side uh one side like immigrants as well so like my mum and dad are not going to no doctor not under any circumstances like (laughs) extra jewish yeah extra jewish well this is the thing like because of course like my dad isn't because like his dad dad was dad was indian but like it, it, it right, like yeah. honestly it's a lot of intersecting your, it's your a dad's lot of intersecting jewish, though, no right? i will not go to the doctor yeah, right yeah 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 well i mean technically okay, yeah. entirely cause yeah, yeah it's sort of uh, i guess sort of uh, g- genetically half um, but religiously full <laughs> Well, no, because he doesn't really believe in it. Well, that's what I mean. Is in it's kind of like it's only it's only Judaism that has that specific precept that if your mother's Jewish, you're fully Jewish. But with everyone else, if you had one parent, you'd be considered like half that thing. I honestly, I think if you have one parent, then and, and that's and, and that's 
Oh, you no, I'm not, I'm not trying to get into that at all. I just mean point? as in, like, <laughs> he, has, he has two heritages. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. saying that he's not one or the other, but the, there are simply two that are available. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Milo yeah. doesn't believe you're Jewish. That's, that, that. <laughs> get him in trouble. I do, I'm doing <laughs> the opposite true. of the anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. I'm like, no, no one's Jewish. No one, <laughs> no one controls the banks. Atomic bombs are real and they were given to us by aliens. I'm a weed guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, good. Well, well thank, thank you for also like saying like no one control the bank controls the banks because that makes it sound like you think that they do it's no, just no, that you're no, the saying banks, the opposite the banks operate entirely without direction that's what i believe <laughs> no one's at yeah. the steering wheel uh-huh. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. of any bank no one like yeah. no one even knows how they work yeah. there are no so i don't either a building i don't and there's money in, in there but no, no one's in charge yeah you could just go in and take some mm. yeah you can't you you can't mm. prove a bank. Has anyone tried that? Has anyone tried just it's going in and just helping yourself? It's this institution. It just arose one day. Yeah. That's right. It's from, yeah. the, it's from the ether. <laughs> Good. I'm glad, we, <laughs> glad, glad we've yeah. got that. Glad we've got that covered. Um, so, yeah. So, my, yeah, my ex was just this incredible hypochondriac. And because um, I come from a, no, you don't go to the doctor doesn't matter what ha- it doesn't matter what happened it, it like it genuinely doesn't matter what ha- like, doesn't matter what happened like my pet like my like my my parents have this like little cat like catchphrase which is like well what would they do if you went to the Help. doctor like, <laughs> i don't know refer like refer you or like give you medicine or whatever like my dad is like my dad has like a potentially very serious allergy which he can get a, a pen for which he won't do because he claims that they probably wouldn't agree to give him one. And I was like, yes, they would. Don't be insane. Like, of course they would. These aren't like a kind of <laughs> valuable commodity. You're not sort of costing the NHS some enormous amount of money if you get an EpiPen. Like, what are you talking about? Um, he also once tried to go to, go to work having uh, severed a tendon in his hand with a scalpel. Um, so, yeah, so like my, they're very doctor averse people because they think that you should have a drink with turmeric in it and then just, you know, just walk it off. Right. Okay. So let's, um, Seinfeld. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, so Elaine enlists Kramer who is trying to help people in this whole episode. It's just, you know, he's a kind of, he's a sort of mischievous sprite (laughs) that, uh, that always kind of like messes things up when he's trying to help people. Um, so he tries to pose as, um, as a doctor who needs her notes and then he gets a file uh she tries to take uncle leo she tries to like horn in on uncle leo's appointment who doesn't want to horn in on uncle leo i mean let's um, be be serious (laughs) who doesn't want to and then says that she's she says that she's his nurse and then the doctor sort of says oh and it's that's kind of fun where like she's being treated as a kind of like a kind of known violent criminal um and the doctor's like kind of don't show yeah. their backs to her, and they kind of call up the AMA and say, like, "Oh yeah, she's here now. She's she's, she's claiming that her name's again. claiming that her name's Paloma. She's being difficult again." And she draws Uncle Leo's eyebrows on for him, and so the nurse thinks that he's being difficult because she's drawn them on, so it looks like he's frowning. Yeah, why are you Why are you angry? And he's like, "I'm not um, angry." 
Yeah, why are you angry? Yeah, oh, now yeah. you're just being difficult. And so he gets it. So he gets something on his on his notes as well. Um, meanwhile, Newman has uh, determined that Jerry is guilty of mail fraud and sets up this kind of yeah. Well, it's a reference to basic instinct, He's very excited right? about this. A, yeah. a film which Newman was in. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Perfect, yeah. Which yeah, suggests... Jerry Seinfeld wait, shows puss in so this if, scene. Ba- <clears throat> so if Basic Instinct exists oh, in the Seinfeld universe, but Newman was in Basic Instinct, then that means that in Basic Instinct, there's also Seinfeld probably. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And then it just keeps on mm. going forever and yeah, ever. And that like makes mirrors. Newman like the top actor... In both the Seinfeld and the Basic Instinct cinematic universes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is what I'm getting at. This is what I'm getting at. Uh, and uh, yeah, and and Newman finds the picture of Jerry that proves that he that the that the uh, stereo did not get busted because he has a picture of him like mess like getting at it with a uh, with a screwdriver. Um, and Costanza, who has been brought along for the ride. It's sort of, sort of like, why am I here? Um, and Newman says, oh, it's because from these pictures, we can tell that uh, you are running together a kind of sophisticated mail order pornography ring. <laughs> and he turns around one of the pictures and it's, it's perfect. And then he turns around another picture, which is of the woman from the Photoshop's colleague who has developed his last batch of pictures thinks that they're for him and has included a picture of himself looking looking erotic looking saucy and coquettish yeah looking erotic in a kind of in a sort of dressing gown um and um and newman has a, a kind of brilliant sort of brilliant kind of meltdown um and uh says like you know at last i have seen your downfall you loathsome, you yeah. loathsome individual, and uh, and and then he has to admit that it's just a small <laughs> fine, and it's it's really no, it's really it's really really nothing, and he's not going to be brought down by it at all. And then we have an end of credit scene, which is Elaine, Leo, and Kramer all out in the countryside trying to see a doctor who I don't know whether the implication is that the that it's like a very very rural doctor so everyone there is like clutching some kind of farm animal or whether they've had to start trying to see a vet oh i assumed the former but maybe it it's oh, funnier okay. if it's the vet it's yeah fu- <laughs> it's funnier if it's a vet it's a funnier if it's the vet because there's a guy in the in the yeah, waiting room yeah, and he's yeah. got a pig I, yeah i think it's a, a country doctor and it's like a guy who's brought his pig because it's the country yeah and he brings his pig everywhere due to the country. This is what, as as I understand it, this is what happened mm. in the country. You got a pig. That pig's that pig's mm-hmm. your your ride along. You're gonna bring. You're it's gonna like being bring a that cop pig and around. having a partner. The pig, pig covers your back. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You and that pig, <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> so you're married. Nineteen ninety two. Yeah, he's married to the pig. Um. Were Bonnie and Clyde married? Were they not? Or were they just... I don't think... Yeah, I don't sin. think they did get married. I don't know. Oh. I'm not That's sure. That's a step too sure far. Were, you know. 
just one yeah like one more thing to add to their list they didn't of have crimes the same surname was it it was like um it was like bonnie something and clyde barrow that was the so i don't, I don't think they did get married no. bonnie parker and clyde chestnut what? oh clyde chestnut barrow clyde chestnut <laughs> barrow chestnut. Sorry. what a name <laughs> amazing what a name amazing clyde chestnut Clyde Chestnut in brackets, champion Barrow. That makes it sound like he was a racehorse. It does. Mm. Is that his? Is that his horse name? That's his horse. <laughs> that's his horse name. That's his like. That's his. Uh, that's his uh, stable name. Um. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Gosh. Well, uh, they don't go. seem to have been married. So. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. reading. I thought you were just like lost in reflection. <laughs> <laughs> lost in reflection. What just walk just like rifling through my memory banks, just being like, what do happening. I know? <laughs> what do I know about Bonnie and Clyde? Well, I know his stable name. Um, <laughs> and I know that they were living in sin. Well, shit. Mm. Well, shit. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that just about just about tears it. There you go. I think it does. Yeah, it remains the same to thank Rax very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. As always, this is always a fun time in my day. Oh, it's been such a pleasure. Um, Rax, is there anything you'd like to plug to the loyal hogs of this podcast? Hi, hogs. Uh, listen to my podcast, Low Culture Boil. These two have been mm. on it. You must. And buy my book, I guess. You don't have to. It's just a suggestion. Do no, you, know? you have to buy her book. Yeah, you're yeah, you do you have to. to you do have to. You've got to do it. There's no, there's no excuse. None. Yeah, it's um, illegal. Zero. Yeah, that's right. Um, so yes, do that. Listen to Low Culture Boil by Rax's book. And if you're listening to this, um, oh, is this a free? Okay, that's a really, that's a really, really good question because I, I think don't it's, know the answer. I think it's a free, you know. I think it's the free because we had the bonus with Pat last week. Yeah, yeah, so it's a free. Yeah, so it's a free, uh, it's a free one. So we have a Patreon. You can subscribe to it. It's $3 a month for the bonus episodes. It's $5 a month for the bonus episodes plus the Discord plus the Movie Corner. And it's $10 a month for all of that stuff plus the What's the Deal miniseries. And we've got some exciting stuff coming up on all of those tiers. So do consider the Patreon and uh, we will see you all very soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.